University of Virginia Health System, we're for bringing advanced care closer to home. So we're bringing health knowledge directly to you with UVA Health System Radio. Here's Melanie Cole. Breastfeeding has been shown to be the best option for both newborn and their moms. My guest is Dr. Ann Kellams. She's a board-certified pediatrician and director of UVA's Breastfeeding Medicine Program. Welcome to the show, Dr. Kellams. Tell us a little bit for newborns, what are the health benefits of breastfeeding? Well, thank you for having me. Um, I think the first thing to know is that human milk is really perfectly designed for human babies. It's different than cow's milk or goat's milk or squirrel's milk, any other mammal. And so there is no question that a baby getting its mother's milk um, has added health benefits, or maybe that's the norm and maybe we should think about it, what are the risks of not using breast milk. Um, Babies who breastfeed tend to have lower infections, and that is because their mother, as they're exposed to the environment, are making antibodies specific to what the baby sees. They also have lower rates of sudden infant death syndrome, probably because babies are supposed to be close to their moms, um, feeding frequently, but that elegant cueing system where the baby shows a little sign and the mother responds, um, they sleep differently. There's uh, even long-term effects such as lower rates of diabetes, type 1 and type 2 later in childhood, all kinds of good stuff. So, Dr. Kellams, other than the bonding, which is so wonderful for mom and baby, what are some of the benefits of breastfeeding for the new mom? Yeah, so for the new moms, it's been shown that if you breastfeed, your rates of breast cancer are lower. Your rates of ovarian cancer are lower. And then there's some immediate postpartum effects, such as lower rates of postpartum depression, uh, which you mentioned, um, less blood loss, so less of that um, bleeding after delivery. And uh, moms do get down to their normal size uh, more quickly after delivery. In your role with UVA's breastfeeding medicine program, what are the most common issues new moms face with breastfeeding? Because some women, this is not as much as they would like to think a natural process. And for some women, Dr. Kellams, it's not always that natural of a feeling right off the bat, (laughs) is it? I agree with you. I think that when I think about that, that breastfeeding is natural, I have to remind myself that a lot of things that we do in the hospital as part of our routines for, you know, preserving safety and health during the birthing process are not natural. And so um, it used to be routine that you'd have your baby and then it would be whisked off to a warmer or to a room down the hall called the newborn nursery where they were supposed to live but they could come out and visit mom. And so all of these kinds of separations and interventions, medications that mom get, IV fluids, uh, serve a purpose and have helped us, helped us to make the birthing process safer. But on the back end, it can make the establishment of those natural feeding patterns and responses a little more tricky. So one of the things we do in the clinic is meet with women prenatally, particularly if they've had trouble breastfeeding another child or they're worried or they have a particular medical condition or medication they're taking that might put them at more risk of having trouble right away. Uh, We see a lot of moms for reassurance about supply. 
So we do a full exam of the baby. We look at the weight pattern. We look at the output pattern and try to come up with a plan for her to uh, either increase her milk supply or reassure her that things are going well because it's really hard to know when you haven't done this before. Uh, We work on latch, and sometimes the baby's doing something funny with its tongue or with its lips or not get on deeply enough, Um, really trying to make sure that both mom and baby are comfortable because generally a painful latch, which you hear so much about and seems so common, really is an indicator generally that the baby's doing something on the front or shallow or the angle is such that the nipple's really rubbing the tongue that we try to help fix that because really a deep, comfortable latch is what we're going for. The other thing we do is work with moms either when the baby's been premature or maybe ill in the hospital, so there's been a separation or a medical condition that prevented them from getting it going, and so then we can help them to, on the back end, get the baby back to the rest. Sometimes that takes a couple days, and depending on the issue, sometimes it takes a couple weeks, but usually as possible. So, Dr. Kellums, as you address all of these issues with new moms, how do you help them set up a breastfeeding routine? Because that becomes something that does help them adjust much more easily, getting Mm -hmm. into that routine, looking forward to it. Yes. Well, and I think that part of um, helping them is helping them to realize that you don't feel like you're a pro at this until it's been a few weeks because newborns are floppy and sleepy and they forget what they're doing and they move their arm in the way. And so just you kind of need to know going into it that um, it's, it's going to feel very hit or miss. And for women in our society who are used to kind of having it all together, that can be really tough. It's the first time for many in years that they have not been able to call the shots about their life. And so um, we really focus on the interaction between the mom and the baby and the getting teaching the mom what the little subtle feeding cues are or how to maximize the effectiveness of a certain feeding if the baby thinks they're done and you do a little hand expression and then they kind of wake up and get more interested or maybe it's time to burp or change a diaper and finish that side or something like that. So a lot of paying attention to what the baby is showing and a lot of paying attention to mom's body because you can moms can get used to telling, oh, wait, that was, I'm empty, that was a great feeding, you know, versus, huh, this is, that didn't go very well. So I'm going to be watching you and the next time you stir, we've got to finish that. So we do a lot of kind of getting to know that baby and seeing how they interact and seeing how we can help them get into a groove. And how do you help the family and even the father get involved with this bonding? How can the father and the family be involved as well? Yeah, that's a great question because so many women will say something like, well, I do want to breastfeed, but I want the dad to be involved. There are so many things that dads, partners, grandparents, helpers can do. Um, In the first few weeks, uh, the baby is going to have a bazillion diapers. Mom is going to need to rest when the baby's resting, so that means anything like laundry, cooking, cleaning, answering all the myriad of phone calls that are coming in can all be sort of handled by them. And then right after a feeding, 
when mom's kind of getting back together and maybe needs to go to the bathroom or something, the baby will often be sleepy, and that's a great time for grandma or dad to hold and snuggle the baby. Another really great thing for newborns is that, as I mentioned, they do sometimes fall asleep at the breast, but they're not quite done. So that's a great time to hand the baby off to one of those people to kind of be like, hey, what are you doing? And maybe burp or maybe change the diaper to kind of make them stir a little bit um, and then hand them back to mom to finish the feeding. So it's, it's definitely a team effort. Mama has the good, good milk that her body's making, but that um, only happens for, you know, if you add it up an hour or two out of the 24 hours of the day. So lots of ways for people to get involved. So there are so many ways, and it is so helpful to the mom and to the baby if everybody else is involved in just the last 30 or 40 seconds, if you would, Dr. Kellums. Tell us why families should choose UVA for their pediatric care. Well, I think we UVA has come a long way in the past seven years in terms of uh, really looking at the evidence of what helps moms successfully achieve their feeding plans and implementing those changes. So babies that are born at UVA go right to mom's chest, and they stay there until the first feeding is accomplished. Uh, We do not have a room called the newborn nursery anymore and only would separate mom and baby for a medical procedure or indication. And now for the past two years, we've had a breastfeeding medicine program, whether you are in the surgical ICU as a mom with a baby at home or your baby's readmitted to the pediatric floor or you're just home and having trouble, we have a way for you to see a lactation and a consultant uh, pediatrician for, um, for help. And so kind of comprehensive from prenatal all the way through to being home and at work Uh, we have designed a program to help, and we haven't really advertised, and it's all word of mouth, and people are coming because this is filling a need that previously wasn't addressed. Thank you so much, Dr. Ann Kellum. Sounds like a wonderful support system. You're listening to UVA Health Systems Radio. For more information, you can go to uvahealth.com. That's uvahealth.com. This is Melanie Cole. Thanks so much for listening.